Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Joining me at the Eagle now is JY from Sticks Lee Guitarist, who will be uh, with the band and uh, Joan Jett and Tesla. That's happening at Tampa Am, June 17th. JY, how are you? Uh, really good. Um, we just started with... Uh the Joan Jet Tesla run here just a few days ago and uh, every show gets better and it was great to start with uh, Joan <laughs> we've never worked with her before but she's she's great and she's got an edge and an attitude and uh, that band she's got their rocks big time and Tesla of course is uh, well known for their great guitar players and uh, and uh, you know doing their own stuff let me ask you a question before we get too far along here and that is Talked to Phil Collin of uh, Def Leppard uh, a couple of weeks back, and I, I know that uh, both Def Leppard and Sticks not, not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet. Uh, a lot of members of Def Leppard not real keen on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How are you feeling about all that, JY? Well, it's it's uh, you know I've I've got a, a lot of uh, I'm a big NFL fan, and I, I can tell you, you know, dozens and dozens of people that I believe should be in there that aren't. But when the only induct you know, nine or ten a year, and then you've got how many, you know, you get double or triple that amount of teams. Um, you know, people are going to get, you know, overlooked and, and glossed over, what have you. And uh, and there's sort of a Northeast bias to it in terms yeah. of uh, of how it goes. Uh, so it's, 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 I know it's important to our fans that we get there. Um, and then there's numerous different band groups that are working hard to try and make that happen. And our manager is also very involved with the, uh, he's on the board of the, the museum in Cleveland, you know, which is actually a separate board from the actual Hall of Fame, you know, sure. brain trust that's in New York. Uh, but he, he really wants to get us in there. And, uh, you know, I'd be happy to get in there, absolutely. But, I mean, the band Chicago, which was kind of popular 10 years before us, they just got in there. On the other hand, Chief Trick, who's also from my hometown of Chicago area, uh, you know, they they're they're popular and came after ours and they're in there. So it's it's uh there's no precise rhyme or reason to the whole thing and I don't spend a lot of time worrying about it, but I know it'd be nice to have and I know and, and I know fans of all ages have said you guys really belong in that Hall of Fame and, and the irony is is I think there's a lot of people who think we're already in there. Um so uh I couldn't agree more. A good call. I mean, if you're in, you're in. If you're not, eh, you know, so be it. But, uh, yeah, there's some some pretty heavy squads there. I want to ask you about the early days uh, in the early 70s of, of Sticks uh, getting together. What do you remember about that? Anything uh, anything jump out uh, from those early days? Well, um, you know, I'd say, I'd say the thing that jumps out to me after sort of all my years in the business now is, I think we had an advantage getting together in a big city. You find a lot of bands that are from somewhere, you know, somewhere in the hinterlands, and they're a great band, but they never got discovered because they weren't there. Bob Dylan himself 
you know, it's from far north in Iron Country, north, you know, like mm. a three-hour drive north of Minneapolis. And uh, he, he he went from Hibbing to Minneapolis to Chicago, and finally had to go to Greenwich Village to be where someone could actually find him, and and you know, and sort of recognize his talent that was in a position to do something about it. And, and we were fortunate in Chicago that there was a, there have been some bands there in the forms of the Crying James of Buckingham's that is uh, American Breed that had gotten some national attention. And then, of course, the Bay of Chicago, obviously, at that point in time, we got a lot of national attention, but they had to kind of go to L.A. to really get noticed. And, right. But well, we got noticed and got on a small a small label that was distributed by RCA, and it uh, took a few records to get it up and going, but nonetheless, uh, getting signed is, is one of the hardest things, and that came pretty early on in my tenure with the band, and... Uh, uh, in fact, I take credit for it because it was my song that uh, that I walked in with, that uh, Dennis uh, and I he helped me finish it. Uh, but that was our first hit single on on, on the air. It wasn't our first hit, but it was, I think it was the, that was a song that got us signed, and that gave us a chance to make records and learn how to make records and make better records. And then Sticks Two came out. And Lady was there, even though it didn't become a hit right away. It it, it became a hit, uh, you know, a couple years down the line, and uh, the rest is rock and roll history. Very cool, man. You know, I took a look, uh, J.Y., we're talking J.Y. of Sticks, uh, lead guitarist, and uh, the set list this time around, uh, two things jumped at me, Mr. Roboto and Bohemian Rhapsody. Is that correct? Well, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody is something that, that Lawrence Gowan does kind of as uh, uh, just, there's very few people that can pull that off, and he can sit there and play the piano and sing the Freddie Mercury part, and it really is a is one of the great classics of all time of classic rock and the, and the crowd sings along with it it's just kind of it you know he just does a little bit of it um so we're not doing the whole song but it uh so so that that's kind of what that is uh, and uh mr roboto now that uh, that's something we've uh, stayed away from forever and um uh, we've we've gotten a lot of requests for it when we would play like private shows, you know, could be disappointed we didn't play it. And we you know, it was one of Dennis's unique songs, unique to him that it was uh part of the whole project, the Kilroy Was Here project, which is kind of the the one that broke up the band. So there was there's kind of a bitter taste in our mouths from that song. And uh but it's been 20, well, it's been a long, you know, we've, this is our 20th concert season without Dennis. And wow. uh, Tommy brought in a version by some, some other young band that had sort of done some really, you know, mash-up, bash-up version of it. And then our lighting director was sitting there with us, and she said, every night at least one person asked for that song. And then our merch guy goes, hey, he happened to be walking in the room when we were talking about it. He goes, every night I get 10 or 20 people asking about that wow. song. And it's it's really the only song by Dennis uh, that we don't do that gets requested. So we thought, let's, let's shake it up and do this song. Um, and uh, so we just, you know, based on basically sort of an unscientific audience survey, we just decided, you know, that because what that song really did was kind of kill the first generation of male Sticks fans, I think. But it, what it did is spawned uh, a second generation of young fans. Because mm-hmm. uh, it sold a million singles, uh, but it sort of, you know, it sort of, sort of killed, a, killed, a, killed our career and broke up the band. Um, it, 
didn't kill our career dead, but it, but it really stopped their momentum as a recording act. So. Well, you got it in the catalog, and, and and to bring it out every now and then, dust it off. I mean, yeah, I mean, why not? Well, and and we're we've we've got an incredible visual presentation going, which we we like to do, and and it's just it's it's a lot of fun to sort of create visuals for for that particular track. We and we never played it live in the beginning. It was part of Dennis's dream project. Uh, we, there was a there was a ten minute movie that we spent a million dollars to make <laughs> that preceded it in a live concert, and then he came out and sang the song to track with with the, with this robot, you know, with the set from the, um, you know, in the theater setting that that uh, the, the the whole film kind of took place in. So, uh, so it, it had never been. I never played it live, nor had Tommy, nor anybody else in the band. So it was—it's kind of—it's kind of just uh, you know, it's every now and then you got to throw the audience a curveball. In this case, it was one we knew they wanted, and it's worked out great. You know, it's interesting. It's somewhat timely in the fact that you know, with artificial intelligence being what it is now, and and coming on with such velocity, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe it's a perfect fit in some ways. Well, yeah, I, I mean, there's there's tremendous irony to me because. Uh, <laughs> You know, the idea of self-driving cars, I, I have a degree in mechanical and aerospace engineering, although it's, it's from 1971. Mm. But I, I, I see dry, I, the idea of driverless cars, I say, is insane, and it's never going to fly. And they're out there, but they get in accidents and they kill people. So, I mean, yeah, we can do that, but you can't program for human. You can't no. program safety into something that can, is inherently unsafe, even with human beings behind the wheel. Um, because the, there's there's variables that, that they just didn't consider. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. And, you know, I think with this so, whole Alexa thing in a, in a lot of ways, uh, and I think of 2001, how the computer, that, you know, there, there's some of that stuff that's like, yeah, you know, maybe, could this be happening? Well, you're opening you're opening up your own personal space for the world to look into. No, thank you. Right, right. I mean, I'm privacy, privacy. Uh, that's what. I, that's you know. I mean, our privacy. Uh, I don't like my privacy invaded, Mm-mm. and I cherish it more and more. Um, so. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, ultimately, um, and there's an irony to it, particularly because when we sing the line, the problem is plain to see. Too much technology. We have probably the most high-tech lighting <laughs> outburst blast video thing that goes on and because uh, i mean it's an ironic line and we treat it as such no doubt well with the bad comes the good and no, we are good but, but 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 let's let's be let's be reasonable about common it. sense never hurts jy sticks joan jet tesla happening at tampa amphitheater june 17th a couple of weeks away and we are looking forward to it continued success and safe travels on your way here looking forward to seeing you Uh, likewise. Can't wait.